Welcome to another episode, folks. My name is Jamie Gardner. Today, what I'm going to be talking about echoes the coaching call that I had earlier today held by myself and my esteemed colleague, Chris Donnelly, for the Super Affiliate Accelerators, one of the coaching programs that I run and was developed by Jacob Karras, a very good friend and mentor of mine. Now, on this particular coaching call, we started talking about mindset and I guess more specifically, in this instance, about the subject of abundance. And in this episode, what I want to do is talk to you guys a little about how you can start to see how prevalent and how abundant the world around you really is. So if you want to attract more leads and sales in your business, if you want to tap into the unlimited flow that is actually out there, I suggest you keep listening. I'll catch you guys right after this. All right, welcome back guys. And thank you once again for joining me. If this is the first time here, I'd like to say an incredibly warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner and over the last 12 years, I've been involved in affiliate marketing, digital marketing, ad strategies, you name it, I've tried and for the most part failed at pretty much everything online. And I don't wear that with a badge of honor, but it's allowed me to gain a ton of knowledge around things. Now, having said that, what I focus on now is my ultimate marketing mastermind coaching programs where I teach people how to build a powerful personal brand that allows them to sell absolutely anything online. What I specialize in at the moment, however, is high ticket affiliate marketing. That is something that is rapidly growing. And I'm, as I mentioned before, also a coach for a program it's called the Super Affiliate Accelerator. And I host the weekly coaching calls alongside Chris Donnelly and the founder, Jacob Karras. Not to mention our fourth amigo has just joined us very recently, Flip Moss. If you're interested in checking out how I can help you with your business, feel free to hit the subscribe button first and foremost and head over to ultimateaffiliategroup.com. It's going to lead you through to a free Facebook group where I drop a lot of content every single day on how to grow and scale your high ticket affiliate marketing or coaching business and really just delving into the fundamentals of sales, marketing, offer creation, all that stuff that is absolutely timeless and will transcend platforms. All right, long, long intro, but thank you very much for persevering. So one of the topics that came up in our coaching call today was the topic of abundance. And it's something that I used to have a very limited mindset around. And it took me a lot of years and a lot of practice and a lot of changing the way that I viewed the world in order to accept how much opportunity really is out there. So I'll give you guys a little bit of a backstory before I dive into the goods. And hopefully that will help you get a better understanding as to why I feel qualified to speak on some of this stuff. And what I will say before I go into anything as well is this is my experience, this is my opinion only. It has been echoed by a number of other people. I'm not the only one that has had similar experiences, but what I'd encourage you to do is perhaps consider what I'm saying with an open mind and just see how things can evolve for you if you have historically struggled with having money and abundance, all that type of stuff as well. Now, the backstory is I had a wonderful childhood. I grew up with two very, very loving, caring, amazing parents 
but the reality was that we were not wealthy we were quite hard up at certain times of my childhood and as much as i hate to admit it a lot of what my parents echoed to me when i was growing up helped fill my mind with limitations and it wasn't any fault of their own they also carried a lot from their parents who probably carried it from their parents and so on and so forth and what it was is just the little subtle things like we can't afford that or money doesn't grow on trees or you know that's really expensive or all that type of stuff all these language patterns that were around or in the case of more specifically uh, my father it was more the uh, resentment that he had towards people that had money it wasn't resentment sorry it was more just a, a frustration he just assumed that everyone who has money has some form of greed or they've done something nefarious in order to attract the wealth and abundance that they have and of course as a child when you are receiving these messages over an extended period of time it cannot help but infiltrate your subconscious so then you start echoing some of these sentiments yourself and you start seeing the world through the way that it has been programmed into you and you start seeing people that are successful or wealthy or have nice things or have good stuff or seemingly easy lives and you start to resent these people because you assume they've either gone out and done something illegal or greedy or they've ripped a whole bunch of people off or perhaps their family has money and maybe their family comes from the long line of people that are greedy and I guess pretentious all that type of stuff and so therefore as a as a being growing up with this type of voice echoing in your mind and echoing in your ear and it programs you to stop and consider that and to go well yes that is the truth yes rich people are greedy they are bad people no money does not grow on trees it's something i need to hold on to and i need to not spend very much i need to not reward myself for anything and there it is so limited and all that type of stuff and throughout my life i had different times where i would do well with money i would attract it i would save it really nicely I'd buy some nice things, I'd save some more, I did pretty well. And then I'd sabotage and I'd go out and go on these spending sprees and do stupid things and go out for a night on the town, but I put it all on credit and then not have the capacity to pay that back. And then I'd go and do other things like I'd start getting into trading the financial markets when I got a little bit older and that led to getting into debt. And then that led to further debt and that led to consolidating all that debt. And then that led to getting into more debt to then pay off other debts that I had. And that got into borrowing even more in order to invest in other things that were extremely high risk, massive potential return, but extremely high risk to the point where in 2015, I went bankrupt. My money dried out. I was in between jobs and for around about two years, I was in and out of work and I just could not for the life of me hold down a job. Now to give some kudos to myself, I guess here is that I'm relatively well qualified, although not through traditional education, I don't have a college degree or anything of that nature, but 
I had been working in finance for around about six or seven years at that point. So I had a lot of experience in uh, financial markets, financial trading, how to trade the financial markets, all that type of stuff. I was fairly proficient at it. And so through a, a series of events and like I say, just really not being able to hold down the job and different companies I worked for went bust and other companies uh, decided to get rid of me before my probation, all that type of stuff. And it was a really hard time and got to the point where although I was living with what is now my wife, so I had a roof over my head and she was helping me out financially, as much shame as I had to carry for a long time regarding that. But it got to the point where I couldn't sustain the lifestyle anymore. I had a mountain of unsecured personal debt. All these investments that I'd made along the way led to nothing. They just didn't transpire at all. And I was in a hole. I was really, really stuck. I was frustrated. I was angry. And I, I lashed out. And I still sabotaged all throughout this entire process. Till eventually when I declared bankruptcy, it was somewhat of a humiliating time in my life. I was in my mid thirties. Many of my friends and colleagues and a lot of people around me were buying their second or third home as investment properties. They were talking about the travels that they were going on. They were talking about the investments that they were making. They were talking about expanding their financial status and helping their family and raising kids and all that type of stuff. And here I am technically homeless because just prior to me moving in with my wife, I couldn't afford to pay rent. And so it just so happened that it was the end of our time in that particular property anyway. So it was only through fortuitous timing that I was able to actually find a roof over my head really, but it sucked. Like I, I just felt like an absolute piece of rubbish and I didn't like it. And so when that happened, I was at the, I was at rock bottom. I was at the absolute lowest point. And I thought, cool, I'm going to bounce back from here. And so very fortunately, I've always been really good at networking. I managed to call upon my networks after a party that I went to. I saw a, a former manager of mine who's a very good friend of mine as well. And he said, look, this is what I'm doing. And I think you'd probably be a good fit. And I'm like, okay, cool. I, I would love to check it out. What do you got? So I made the application and I got the job paid relatively well. I was very happy with that. It was a hard job, took a lot of effort, but I got the job and it was good. So I was back on my feet or so I thought. And then in 2017, I had had enough. I, I just couldn't stand the idea of being in employment for someone else anymore. I was done with the office politics. I was done with working my tail off, making other companies millions and millions of dollars through my sales only to be fighting at the end of the month for a scrap or a shred of commission. And I thought there's something wrong here. There's a disconnect. And so I had very little savings. I was still very much recovering at this point, but I had some savings and I had one client that I was running Facebook ads for. I spent the last few years running Facebook ads for e-commerce stores. And so I used that skill to then do lead generation for small businesses. And when I did that, and I had that one client that were paying me a thousand bucks a month, I left the workforce. I handed in my notice, I quit. 
And it was the best thing I did. Now, the following year, and this is July 2017, was exceptionally difficult, exceptionally difficult. I lost that one client after about five months. They decided to bring their marketing in-house. Fair enough. I thankfully had made friends with someone through my networks who had some offshoots of work and he gave me some additional work from his agency and that kept me fit. And so 2018 comes, I finally start to get back on my feet. Start making a few dollars here, a couple of dollars here. And then all of a sudden I start having some really sizable months and income. I'm like, okay, things are on the up and up. I'm almost back to normal. This is kind of cool. What had happened, however, is I'd given myself an additional job. I wasn't really self-employed. I was slave to a lot of these other agencies that I was working on behalf of. And that's the story for another time. Anyways, in 2018, towards the end, I was working 12 plus hour days. I was managing all these ad accounts for one major agency in particular. And as so happens in business, they ran into some issues. And unfortunately that led to them not being able to pay their creditors. And so I was absolutely devastated. I thought, great, for the umpteenth time in my life, I'm broke. What should I do? Maybe I've got a life insurance policy. Maybe that's got a good payout. Maybe it's worth not being here anymore. It became very bleak. And so I thought, well, that's not really the option that I want to take. So I disregarded that after some careful contemplation. And I moved on. And so at the start of 2019, I pivoted all of my effort into affiliate marketing. Now for context, I've been doing that in the background all the way through. I had been setting up blogs. I had tried e-commerce, as I mentioned before, I ran ads across all sorts of networks for CPA offers. Uh, you know, you name it, I'd given it a fair old shot by the stage, had a YouTube channel, which, uh, my first one got culled by YouTube for some reason. And I ended up with uh, 70 odd videos on that, started to gain some traction, but they, they decided to smite that back into the dark ages. And so I tried a bunch of stuff that's scratching the surface. There's many, 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 many more things. And so I dived headfirst into affiliate marketing. And the mistake that I made when I dived in was I was only concentrating on low ticket products because my thinking had been so limited at that point because I had not experienced any success. I didn't want and didn't have the capacity within me to spend and invest in myself on a high ticket product in order to take that product, understand it, make it work for my business. I just didn't have the faith in myself to make it happen. And it was terrible. And even though part of me knew that I should switch gears into high ticket affiliate products, or at least a high ticket product, I just couldn't bring myself to go down that pathway. And that was very heavily attached to my sense of self-worth at that time. Now I'll shorten up the rest of the story, but let's just say that I spent quite a lot of time being very broke at this point. And to see, to kind of paint a bit of a picture as to why this was a weird conundrum to go through from an external perspective is because I was living with my wife, because I'd been through bankruptcy, our finances were entirely separate. And what that meant was her four weeks vacation she got every year, she wanted to go on vacation, which is pretty normal. I, on the other hand, wanted to build my business. I did not want to go. 
but I also wanted to experience life with her. So what happened was from an external perspective, you're looking from the outside in, you would see me traveling to Europe, back to back years, spending a month in Europe each time, traveled to Bali, had a great time over there, rekindled uh, our wedding destination, went back there and had a great time looking around and did all sorts of stuff. And so externally, you would see, look at that and go, wow, the, you know, it seems to be doing really well. Well, also went, to back to, went back to my home country, New Zealand. So externally, you'd look at all this and go, he's got his stuff together, seems to be doing well. Internally, I was absolutely struggling, mentally just exhausted and frustrated and couldn't just grasp why things weren't working out. And eventually things turned around. Now I'll bring you back up to date. Now, some of you may have heard the story if you've been following any of my stuff for a little while, but once I gained clarity on what I needed to get do done on a daily basis, and I realized I'd been overcomplicating the stuff for so long when all I really needed was one offer that pays me 500 to $1,000 per sale and I needed one method of conversion and I needed one traffic source to start with. You don't st get stuck there, you start with that. And once I got that concept and I released all the stuff that I've been working on and I let go of all my ego that was attached to that stuff and I just focused, it only took me seven days to hit my first $1,000 day online. I backed it up wasn't a fluke. The next day, another one, $1,000 day online. This changed my life, really did. Now, I wanted to preface all of this with that particular story and to give you guys a little bit of background as to getting on to the point that I'm, I'm finally getting on to, is there was a multitude of things that helped change the game for me, one of which was doing some neuro-linguistic programming and I started anchoring all the times that I felt really abundant in. Started anchoring that feeling of feeling like I have unlimited cash flow supplies and life will always provide for me. And I started anchoring that into the very fiber of my being. So that was one of the things. I watched a video from Tony Robbins about three and a half minutes long and he tells a story about when he was around about 24 years old, he had almost no money left and he went to an all-you-can-eat salad bar and he gave the remaining money he had in all the whole world to some kid who was taking his mum out to lunch. And he said that was the wealthiest he'd ever felt at that point. And he said he was floating on his way home. And I thought, wonder how I can replicate that. What can I do? How can I replicate that in my own life? Now, at this time, I had $84 in my account and I was panicking. Where is the next invoice going to come from? Where's the next commission going to come from? How am I going to get paid? What do I do? How do I make this work? And so I thought, you know what, I'll take my wife out. I'll give her something. I'll be able to give freely to another human being that I love and just not worry about the essence of it being money and the depletion thereof. And I'll just go and with a full heart, give as much as I can. And so I did really simply, I didn't give physical cash. I had an experience. We went out to movies, we had a nice lunch and that was it. But I felt free. And the very next day I had my first $1,000 day.
literally the next day. Super powerful. Now between those two, there was something else. I was also meditating every day and I had like a hypnosis I was going through where I was seeing money in front of me. I was seeing the tree in front of me, this huge big tree that has an endless supply of money that I could just pluck off at any time. I'd go into a stadium and as I walked into the stadium, I could hear everyone chanting my name. And as I walked through, I came out into the stadium and I saw people throwing money at me and I saw kind of like a big magnet, me holding out my arms and the mental image of all this money coming into me and me absorbing it into me and that becoming a sense of energy and that energy rising and getting bigger and getting better and getting more strong and more impactful. That particular one actually got off Ian Stanley. If you ever see him around, he's got the money manifestation course. It was only like seven bucks at the time, I think it was. Super powerful. Now, between these things, of course, there's a lot of damage inside. <laughs> Need to patch up. And the entire pro, uh, premise of this podcast was really just to me for me to tell you about how to start to see abundance when you can't feel it yourself just at the moment. So the other thing I did is I started to take note of things. And this is something I still do to this day, and it's something that is ingrained into me. I do it on an almost unconscious basis these days. It is a little exercise for you guys. If you're still listening at this point, no matter where you're listening from, if you're in your car, you can do it in your car. If you're at home, if you happen to be wandering around the house or wandering around the park, wherever you happen to be listening from, think about this. Take an object. What are you listening to this particular piece of audio on right now. Have a think about it. Is it your phone? Is it a, what are they called? I don't know. We could, iTunes thing, what do you call that? I don't know. I used to have one. iPod, there we go. Great English. Are you listening to it on your radio? Are you listening to it on an app, on your desktop, on your laptop, on your iPad, whatever it is, right? Now think about a couple of things. Think about the technology that goes into that very device. Think about the design that goes into that. Think about the quality of the materials that go into that. Think about where those materials are sourced from. Think about how they're sourced. Think about the machinery that has to dig up those materials to bring those materials to you right now. Think about the distribution of getting the materials from one place to another across the entire world. Think about what has to happen to get those things across the entire world. Think about the plane that carries the cargo. Think about the rubber on the tires of the plane that carries the cargo. Think about the rubber on the tires of the trucks that carry the cargo or the wheels on the trains that carry the cargo. Think about the technology that goes into those materials. Think about the design and the tuition fees that were paid in order to learn that design. And then think about the salaries that were paid at those colleges for those people. And then think about how much impact that has in the community for them because they're being paid. Then think about the knowledge that that person has to re require and has to gain in order to then teach the design, which then goes into designing these things. And so all of a sudden, instead of looking at something as an inanimate object, a microphone on your desk, a laptop on your desk, a radio in your vehicle, 
a simple little square rectangle device, whatever it is, in your pocket. All of a sudden, it just opens the world up and you start to see that everything I've just explained has required a sense of money, of abundance to create that. It's required all this thinking, all these people, all these elements to it. And you can keep going with this stuff. Think about all sorts of things. The, the writing that is on your notepad. Where did the pen come from? What about the ink if it's all printed? What about that type of stuff? Where did that come from? What chemicals were used? How did they discover that? Like think about how broad and how incredible all this stuff is and you start to see and, you, and when you really dial it in, you start to feel how powerful it is, how much abundance is truly out there. And if you ever want anything to like expand your consciousness around money and, and it being out there and how much of it is out there, go onto Google and search for debt clocks. US debt clock is a scary proposition. That is real life numbers from the treasury of them printing money of borrowing money of creating it out of nothing. And when you start to ingrain yourself into this way of thinking, you start to really, truly, truly, truly feel not just see it, not just hear about it to really feel how abundant things are. It changes the way that you view life and the world around you. And if you ever get stuck, you ever think that's not my reality, go have a look at nature. Fruit trees will give you fruit every year. They will give you more fruit than you can handle. Most of it ends up dropping on the ground. That's why it's harvested. And it's incredible to think of. Anyway. If you find yourself in a state where you have limiting belief around money and limited sense of abundance, I sincerely urge you to just take note of what you do have. If bills are tight, think about what you do have. Don't think about the lack and what you don't have. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. This is your journey to go through. And these lessons are well and truly worth learning. Anyway, thanks very much for joining me, folks. I really always appreciate it. Appreciate the random rambles. If you got value out of this, feel free to hit subscribe. We're going to be putting out a few more of these, I think. And yeah, if you'd like to grow and scale your high-ticket affiliate marketing or coaching business, learn the fundamentals of sales, of marketing, of offer creation, all that type of stuff, why don't you head over to jamiegardner.com or ultimateaffiliategroup.com and check out my free Facebook group. Look forward to seeing you guys over there.